0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Looting Lads, a podcast where two unqualified 16-year-olds talk about anything Magic the Gathering-related. I'm Silas.
1: I'm Matthew. I'm Beck. I didn't quit.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a while. There's probably, like, two of you listening, but hey, it's fine. (laughs) Um, So, we biffed. A few (laughs) things in the first episode while talking about certain cards. Uh, I think you've got the list of which cards we biffed and things we biffed.
1: Yeah, so while we were talking about, you know, one of the new commanders from Commander Legends... It's not really new anymore. Oh, Becca. There was one card, Null Perfusion. I forgot about the rules text, and I started talking about it. Um, But basically... Uh, the downside was that you, uh, your maximum hand size was two, and I thought that you skipped your Discord, but that's not true. So, that card, um, yeah, I biffed it. That one, that one, that one's fake. That one's not real. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> along, along, along with biffing things with Obeka, I actually built an Obeka deck, and I learned at a game store one day while, well, like, buying a few, like, just cards. I was going to buy a Yogmoth's Will, because I had enough money, and, like, why not? Um... And I was like, oh, Obeka can like end the turn, so like the end-of-turn effects uh go away. But apparently, I didn't read the rules text that's on the damn card. <laughs> and it says, until end-of-turn effects end. So it it says that straight up on the card.
1: A lot of people piffed it, to be fair. Yeah,
0: I looked around to make sure it wasn't just me, and there were so many things that did the same thing. I had a lot of spells that so was like, gain control of target creature until end-of-turn, which... If that actually worked, that'd be insane and busted. Because all of a sudden, all these cheap cards are just good. They're just really good. They're all Chaos Warps, but better.
1: Because you just apparently don't get... Speaking of biffing, uh, yeah, that was I, I was messing with the audio.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was a little uh, crackling in the background. That's because Matthew over here, he, Listen. D- he decided... Uh, I'm not going to do it because it hurts the audio. And I listened to it and it, it was bad. But...
1: That's crinkling he, stuff. He, it's fine. he just
0: did a thing. It's fine. What I don't do actually know?
1: have ADHD. I just pretend. To. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. This boy. Yeah.
0: Um. So. Yeah. Uh, first topic is there's a new set coming out. Isn't there,
1: Matthew? Ooh, Cal Caldeham. Yep. Caldeheim. Caldeheim. There you go. Got it. <laughs> nice. Um.
0: You don't like looking at spoiler cards, uh? But I don't I, know. I'm just I can't. Lazy. I, yeah.
1: We are going to talk about spoiler cards, so, like, the new set. And we're going to talk about spoiler cards.
0: Yeah, there's... There's a lot of interesting cards. Um, one of which uh, I saw, and it's called Goldspan Dragon. Three red red creature dragon, four four, flying in haste. Whenever Goldspan Dragon attacks or becomes the target of a spell, create a treasure token. Treasures you control have tap Sacrifice this artifact, add two mana of any one color. Now, treasure tokens normally only tap and sacrifice to add mana of any one color for one, not two. So this is doubling for treasures. This is really good, because it's whenever it attacks or is the target, and it has haste. So you pay five mana, you cast a spell, you swing, you get a treasure token and now you're ne- now you have two more mana so you only cast three mana to cast this 4/4 four, four flying haste that does this that's if you have zero treasure tokens out beforehand you probably won't when you cast this card which means you're going to go insane it's just really good what what are some of your like possible uh, sp- things that you saw with like spoilers because I told you about a lot of them like yesterday and a couple days ago. There was just yeah some cards revealed.
1: Uh, there's just a lot of interesting cards. Um, yeah, like the new Vorinclex or the new Serpent. So I don't know, just a lot of new commanders. I guess my f- favorite or most interesting one is Coma uh, Cosmos Serpent. Uh, so it's three green, green, blue, blue legendary creature serpent this spell can't be countered <laughs> at the beginning of each upkeep creating a... at the beginning of each upkeep that's that includes your commander your 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 opponent's <laughs> upkeeps and yours this is going great so far you get a three three uh blue serpent creature token named coma's coil and then uh the rest of the card says sacrifice another serpent so basically you would sacrifice your uh your tokens that you made. Choose one. Tap target permanent. Its activated abilities can't be activated this turn. <laughs> and Coma, uh, Cosmos, Serpent, and the other one. You can choose one of two of these. Is coma Cosmos Serpent gains indestructible until end of turn. So basically, uh, you get a lot of free tokens, and you have protection on your commander for your commander, uh, just by sacrificing those tokens. So it's like, just all in one package. We always love to hear that, <laughs> yeah,
0: so this commander is um has protection for itself, generates tokens can't be countered. it essentially is a win con on its own without token doublers. If you add token doublers because it's on each upkeep um, it gets a little crazy, just add like doubling season or things like that that just get you more tokens. you just. You say if you just have a single doubling season, which just doubles either the counters or tokens that are put onto the battlefield under your control. A single doubling season, you cast your commander, it goes around a single turn, and you get back to your turn. Matthew, what's a... A lot of
1: tokens.
0: Yeah, it's. Let's see, it would be four three threes otherwise, and that's eight three threes. And three threes normally aren't that bad in commander. They're just three threes, but when you have eight three threes with one turn cycle. That's straight up a win con. Because with this, you're going to have, like, probably some strong Anthem effects is how I build it. Or, like, things that would, like, give your creatures trample and then pump them up more. Yeah. I, especially, I would think, the best finisher in this. Just because it can go around a single time and then you can just cast Crater Hoof Behemoth and win. Because then you have... And this is with no token doublers, Because you have your commander you have 4 33s three and then you cast Craterhoof and they all get plus 5 plus 5 and trample.
1: I mean, even the commander's a 6 6 so you know, like Overwhelming Stampede would do the job pretty good too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any of those things. I'm I may build this. It seems like a seems like a pretty simple deck to build. At when I first saw it, I didn't think it was that good, but that's cuz I missed each upkeep. <laughs> and that makes it Really good, um, Matthew. You mentioned a Vor- uh, new Vornclix. Why don't you read that off? Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. So, uh, Phyrexia's Vornclix. So, Vornclix, monstrous raider. So far, green, green, legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor. Uh, Trample, haste. Oh my gosh, green haste. Uh, if you would, if you would put two or if you would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice that many of each kinds of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead. Uh, And then the next thing is if an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, they put half that many of those each kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead, rounded down. Um, So it says permanent or player. So basically, this is just like doubling all of your counters on your own stuff. And also on players. Um, The first thing that comes to mind
0: No, please, (laughs) please don't.
1: Our infect counters. Well, actually, poison counters. So poison counters are things that are, uh, that players can get. And if you have ten or more counters, um, you lose. You die.
0: <laughs> yeah, and in Commander, was... you have 40 life. Now, one would think, oh, wow, wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, poison counters, and poison counters pretty much only come with infect creatures, which they deal damage in the form of poison counters? So, like, if it's a 3-3 three, three and you hit a guy, it's three poison counters. You would think, wow, that's one-fourth of their life total when they're dead, that they would die really fast. That would be extremely powerful, right? Except infect isn't
1: good. It isn't good.
0: Um, Matthew has tried many a times.
1: <laughs> I've had a lot of ideas for infect commanders, and basically none of them have like succeeded at working or killing anyone ever. Yeah, I, mean, the, I made an alright one. A
0: little infect in like each deck, like just like having like. With your Boros deck that you have, with Ink Moth Nexus as the land, you can turn into an Infect creature, and you can just swing in out of nowhere with evasion and just kill someone.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, small cases where people would just, like... It. So, like, if uh, if your commander's just big, you could have, a, like, a, some Infect effects in your deck to give it Infect, and then you kill people. Or, like, um, things that make your whole board <laughs> have Infect, or, like... Um, yeah, just stuff like that. Or I in my deck, uh, you have a few infect creatures uh, because you have cheap equipment that could attach and make them huge and one shot people. So, yeah, uh, it's a fun time. So we're, we're, I mean, you're you're not you wouldn't be excited, but I wouldn't mind them printing some infect creatures in this deck.
0: <laughs> I mean, Mark Rosewater supposedly hinted that there would be a new way to kill peop players with poison counters. I the haven't way. seen it yet in the spoiler cards. I really hope there isn't. <laughs> Because, at this point, since the whole set is not, like, 50% infect or something, um, I'm scared there's just gonna be one big infect creature. And if that's the case, it's probably gonna be good. I hope it's not. I really hope it's not.
1: (gasps) Have you seen these other cards? Of course they're gonna make a really good infect creature. I'm Uh, ready. I'm ready. I
0: really hope they don't. I think my personal favorite, um... Uh, spoiler card that was shown is, I don't know how to say that last word, but Reflections of Lit Jara I'm just going to call it Reflections of Lit Jara 4 and a blue enchantment so 5 mana as Reflections of Lit Jara enters the battlefield choose a creature type when you cast a spell of the chosen type, copy that spell so if you put it in any tribal deck that has blue you cast one creature spell, and you actually get two of that creature spells. Or if you cast, like, a tribal sorcery. There's not many of them, but if you would cast a tribal sorcery, uh, and if you, as long as it has the chosen creature type, you get to copy it for free. I have a rogue tribal deck. It's Demir. It was one of the pre-cons, but I heavily upgraded it. Uh, Matthew forced me to take out Necropotence because it was too <laughs> strong. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, it's okay it's still re- it's still a fun deck it still does a lot of stuff um but basically i'm definitely going to be picking up a copy of this card because it works just really well with any any tribal deck
1: yeah like slivers maybe throw it in a sliver deck no what do you think?
0: hey i actually didn't think of that
1: how did you not... <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, because you, you like slivers sliver.
0: a lot. Like, you could be like... <laughs> slivers you control have plus one, plus one. Nope, they all have plus two, plus two.
1: Why would I run that sliver when there's like, you know... A uh,
0: plus three, plus three sliver, or plus five, plus five sliver. I don't even
1: run the buff slivers, not gonna lie. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't you... Okay, well... You don't need them. Trust me. Um,
0: There's... There's another... There's one other card. Matthew, you can read this one off. But it's, in my opinion... One of the most powerful oh, yeah. in the set that I've seen, just because I don't know if a lot of people are sleeping on it because I haven't seen like many videos of, like this is broken, but it's pretty powerful. Um, go ahead, Matthew.
1: Uh, Turgrid, God of Fright, so uh, three black, black, legendary creature, god, uh, menace, and whenever an opponent sacrifices. Whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from a graveyard under the battlefield under your control. It's a 4-5. So, so this is comparable to a other really strong card that pretty much has the same exact effect. Um... and Eldrazi uh It that betrays <laughs> so it's like a 12 mana like 11 11 uh that has annihilator 2 and annihilator is whenever this a creature attacks defending player has to sacrifice uh two permanents they control um, and then the bot, the the rest of it, but it, it that betrays says um whenever a player sacrifices a well opponent sacrifices a permanent get, uh you get it under your control so I think the only... I think maybe the reason they're sleeping on it is because you would have to force people to sacrifice stuff. Because, like, there's a, there's a thing... Because Ip That Portrays comes with Annihilator. So that automatically, like, lets you have, like, guarantees that you're going to get the sacrifice stuff. But this one... I guess well, yeah.
0: To... Like, well, it is a legendary creature, so if someone were to build a deck around this, it would just be... As I like to call it, um... Ghetto Stacks, because it... Stacks is, like, people don't get to untap their lands, which, that's already bullying, but this just, ghetto stacks is essentially, no one gets to have creatures, so, you would have a lot of effects like, um, oh, what are the, like, you would have a lot of effects that, like, ETB, each player sacrifices a creature, you would have um, Dictative Erebos, whenever a creature you control dies, each other player sacrifices a creature, all those kinds of effects. They're called
1: uh, Edict effects that make um, <clears throat> players dis- uh, sacrifice mainly creatures. It's an edict effect.
0: Yeah, Grave Pact, all those types of effects. Um, and each time they would do that, you would get that card if it was a permanent card, which pretty much would be you would you would pretty much be focusing on creatures. Um and the best thing is you would also add a splash of discarding because whenever they discard a permanent card, you may put that card from the a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control, which is something that It that Betray's does not have.
1: Yep.
0: So that is really good cuz and black is making is really good at making people discard cards. One thing that I thought of was having this, you cast your commander, next turn, if you have a sack outlet, you cast Mind Razor, and then you sacrifice it, forcing all players to discard oh. their hands, oh. but you get all permanents, <laughs> players discard.
1: Uh, opponent, you would just set. You would have. Well, to not yourself, your yeah.
0: Well, you would also get everyone's I know, hand. it would be
1: worth it, <laughs> but you would just also not have a hand. Yeah, but More. at that
0: point, if you did that, it's pretty much game over unless someone like counters a spell or kills your commander right before you do it but there are ways yeah. to work around the commander it's not like broken or game breaking but it's really powerful in my opinion
1: yeah it looks fun yeah uh, it probably probably isn't that crazy it's mono black oh yeah okay some other cards uh this one isn't a commander i think we've been talking about except for the one enchantment we've been talking about commanders mostly but this is tobolts trickery so one in a red instant counter-target spell. <laughs> Choose one, two, or three at random. Its controller mills that many cards, then exiles cards from the top of their library until they exile a non-land card with a different name than that spell. Um, they may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Uh, they Then they put the exiled cards on the bottom of their li- library in a uh, random order. So basically, um, it's...
0: It's it for starters. It's a red counterspell. Uh, that's for start. It has a similar feel to Chaos Warp, which that's just two in a red. Tar- uh, sh- uh, the owner of target permanent shuffles it into their library and then reveals the top card of their library. If it's a permanent card, it puts on top of the battle or it puts it onto the battlefield. It's it's a chaos like effect. Now in formats like Standard or Modern, where there would be um, like multiples of each card i would think this would be a little bit better just because like if you got like a three then you could mill three uh mill three cards and then you keep milling until they get a different one that you milled which that'd be really good but a commander it essentially just is they mill three and then reveal until they reveal a
1: non-land card and then they cast good
0: still great red gets a counterspell why did red need a counterspell
1: Oh, all, all colors need counterspells, Silas. Except stupid. green.
0: Green does not need counterspells.
1: Of course green needs counterspells. Green need, uh-huh. Green is so weak. Oh my god. Green but, green
0: never gets good cards. Absolutely never. <laughs> it's not like they just got a brand new card, Toski Bear of Secrets.
1: Did you ni- hear that transition? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> and there <it> went. <laughs> Uh, Toski Barrier of Secrets, three and a green, legendary creature, squirrel, one one. This spell can't be countered. Indestructible. Toski Barrier of Secrets attacks each combat if able. And a really good effect. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That's a pretty powerful effect. Green already has this kind of effect with a. Uh, what's the name of the card? Orn Frost.
1: Uh, It's Oran Frostfang.
0: Oran Frostfang. Um, However, it's one more mana. Um, It does give your creatures some kind of evasion with it. It has attacking creatures have death touch, but this one can't be countered and is indestructible. I kind of like Toski Bear of Secrets a little bit more, a little bit more than Oran Frostfang, just because it's indestructible, can't be countered, can be your commander if you really want it to be, Um, but the best thing is the indestructible part. No one, I don't think people would burn a Swords to Plowshares or Path to Exile on this card, because...
1: If if, if it was a, I mean, it is your whole, like, card draw engine, so they might.
0: Well, it's not your entire card draw engine if you just, like, put it in a combat deck that has green.
1: Oh, yeah, if it's just in the 99, they probably wouldn't, no, they wouldn't kill this, no.
0: Yeah, no, they, I, I don't think they would, just because, like, it's indestructible and it can't be countered, you're guaranteed to have it. Um, just a lot of Terrorism. a lot of good stuff hey. oh hey. Uh, hey. oh yeah hey. the pa- <laughs>
1: the
0: <pathway laughs> they finished <lands. laughs> the pathway lands <laughs> which the pathway lands they're j- essentially just new commander staples for like players who want, don't want to pay for original fetch lands burn $400 on buying all the original fetch lands and shock lands um, what do that? I think you just did I Matthew. didn't
1: <laughs> oh my um, gosh
0: but the pathway lands, they're uh, two sided cards where you can choose, whenever you play them, you can choose which side they come in on. Um, and they're lands that one side taps for one color and the other side taps for another color. And they enter untapped.
1: thing for free. It's awesome.
0: Yep. More kind of dual lands, but not quite. Like, it's just good. Not as good as shocks, not as good as battle bond lands. But better than, I'd say they're better than fast lands and better than, um, oh, they're better than the uh, conditional lands, like needing to reveal a card or needing to have um, two or more basics. They're better than those, I'd say. Um, yeah, that was a nice little thing. Also, with Kaldeheim comes a new little mechanic, one that I'm interested but also slightly scared of.
1: I don't think it's going to be that strong, personally. Maybe um, it is, but maybe but it's not.
0: the mechanic is called Fortell. And Foretell is, during your turn, you may pay 2 mana, 2 generic mana, and exile this card from your hand face down. Cast it on a later turn for its Fortell cost. And the foretell cost is usually less than the original CMC of the spell. In my opinion, the best example of this, or one of the best examples of this, is saw it coming. It's one blue blue in an instant that says counter target spell, but its foretell cost is one in a blue.
1: I mean, that's just slightly better counter spell though. Like think about it.
0: Yeah, but the only problem is I don't know if there's going to be other like really good foretell cards? Because if there is, if there's multiple good foretell cards, players won't know which foretell spell you're running. Like, it could be a bunch of different things. Especially, like, if you're running a foretell deck, like, one of the new, um, one of the new... Who's
1: the Azorius Commander? Oh, yeah. Um... That's the one you think about.
0: Yeah, like, the new Azorius Commander that, like, lets you foretell cards for free the first one you do each turn face down. Um... That could be a good commander. It's definitely... We don't know yet. We don't don't know. So, it could be good. That's, I believe... Most? If not all... Oh, well, they are reprinting uh, Snow Basics. Always good. Now players can play with more Snow Basics. Um... Oh. There is another card that I forgot. Um... Eska God
1: of the Tree. We don't know how this works yet. Yeah. Nobody does.
0: It's pretty odd. Um, It's another dual-facing card, similar to the Pathway Lands, where you can choose which side it comes in. However, one of the sides is usually a legendary creature, which means that creature can be your commander. We think. However, the flip side usually isn't a creature. So we don't know if that (laughs) means you can cast the flip side of your commander, which isn't a creature from the command zone.
1: I mean, you probably can. It, it, I'm, I'm worried. I,
0: I assume that you can. However, that does break a little bit. Not necessarily, like, power-wise break the format, but breaks the original intent of commander, which is a little scary. But the best one that I've seen so far, um, in my opinion, is Essica, God of the Tree, One Green Green, Legendary Creature God... Vigilance, add 1 mana of any color, and it has other legendary creatures you control have Vigilance and tap, add 1 mana of any color. That in itself is not that great. However, the flip side. The flip side is the Prismatic Bridge. It is white, blue, black, red, green. Wooburg. So, if this is correct, you would have a Woberg deck access to all colors. It's a legendary enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature or planeswalker card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest onto the bottom of your library in a random order. My mind went to two places when I saw the spell: cheating Eldrazi's and Super Friends. <laughs> that's, where you my, both. that's where my that's <laughs> that's where my mind went, um, because. It's just cheating big creatures for an enchantment, and enchantments are the strongest card permanent type, other than I'd say, like, Planeswalkers, but in Commander, Planeswalkers can just get hit with creatures.
1: I thought it was a legendary creature, I didn't know it was just creature. No,
0: it's a... yeah, this is a legendary enchantment, and enchantments are really strong, and it, it does say creature or Planeswalker, so you can grab... If you build it, like, have, like, Sensei's Divining Top, which you can look at the top three and rearrange, you can dig three, or look at the top three, see if you can need to rearrange anything, and then you can just start flipping after the fact. Um, Scrying is going to be a very powerful mechanic with Prismatic Bridge. Um, That's probably the one that I'm most interested in, because it's probably the strongest of the Flip Gods, I'd say, other than the one that we talked about earlier, the sacrifice one. Um, however, another pretty strong flip god is not for the god side, but the other side. Valky, god of lies, it's a one in a black, legendary creature god, 2-1. As it enters the battlefield, each opponent reveals their hand. For each opponent, exile a creature card they revealed this way until Valky leaves the battlefield. And then you pay May X into an ability, and it says, Choose a creature card exiled with Valky with converted mana cost X. Valky becomes a copy of that card. Pretty good. You can kind of use opponent's creatures against them, exile them, and then use them for yourself. The flip side is Tabalt Cosmic Imposter. It's 5 black-red, so Rakdos, so it is a lot of mana to use it. However... As Tabalt enters the battlefield, this is a Planeswalker. As Tabalt enters the battlefield, you get an emblem with, you may play cards exiled with Tabalt, Cosmic Imposter, and you may spend mana as though, was any, as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. It's, it comes in with five loyalty counters. It has a plus two, exile the top card of each player's library, a minus three, exile target artifact or creature, and a minus eight, exile all cards from all graveyards, add red, red, red. So, this is a little spooky if it ever comes down.
1: Yeah, all these are just, like, card advantage. <laughs> um, like, all of them are going to get you cards that you can then access later. And then rectos that's pretty cool. But I just have a steep price with 7 um, to cast. But Although,
0: yeah. something that I just now noticed, it's uptick. It's not exile the top card of each opponent's library. It's each player's, including yourself.
1: Yeah, it's 4 cards for a plus 2. Goddamn.
0: And you get those cards permanently because uh, it says you may play cards. That includes lands. So you're going to get use out of every single one of these cards that you exile. Whether it be a land, instant or sorcery, planeswalker, creature, whatever it is. Its uptick is very strong. And its minus three is exile, target, artifact, or creature. Which then you can then cast later on, even if tebalt has gone. But its uptick is, I'd probably say its strongest effect, just because it's four cards for an uptick, permanently, and it would have seven loyalty at that point, so it would have to get hit a lot, um, and then you, know, you can do it again next turn. It's it's pretty strong. It's good. Um, I think.
1: Its removal is my turn.
0: Yeah, it's got it's Body. got card Body. advantage. Planswalker. Yeah, it's seven mana in Rakdos...
1: But I'll do it. Maybe I'll build one. That would be yeah, fun.
0: That would be cool. Just add a bunch of expensive ramp. Mana Crypt, yeah. Mox Diamond, Chrome Mox, all those. They're not that really expensive. Fine.
1: Just run like uh, Thran Dynamo, and then boom, you have seven mana. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you mention it.
1: You don't need expensive ramp to ramp. No, you need expensive you... ramp to ramp well. That's true. You could just put in like um sell ramp a lot.
0: Oh, you can just put in like the uh what are they? Like the one, two and three mana storage artifacts they can tap for like three, but then they don't untap. Yeah. You can run those to ramp up to your commander quickly.
1: Let's talk about something else on board.
0: <laughs> um other than like pre other than preview cards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's nothing else. I mean those are those are cool cards. Let's see what we'll 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 see what the rest of the set has.
0: Yeah, that's Pretty much, there's new cards getting previewed day by day. Um, keep, I'm I'm at least keeping infect, an eye on it. Infect.
1: Infect. No, infect. Matthew,
0: Matthew, no one wants infect, but you. I want infect. No. no. Infect
1: needs a buff. It. convinced me. Doesn't
0: though. It's Infects. like it's that has the same feeling of saying annihilator needs a buff. It doesn't.
1: Um, <laughs> People don't win with annihilator or infect. Just saying. Just saying.
0: Just Listen, you just, like, in fact, it's, like, a pet mechanic for you, and... Uh... <laughs> you <laughs> Transition keep, part two! You keep ruining my transitions, <laughs> Matthew! I have these good I transitions. I have to comment on them! I was, a, it was gonna be a really good one, pet and then... mechanic. Wow! No, now we're talking about, uh, personal pet cards. Like, mm. favorite cards that we personally like. Um, Matthew, why don't you, uh... Go with one of your personal favorite cards that you like to run in most decks that you can.
1: Oh. I mean, I don't, I don't, I call them, I don't, like, run them in, like, a lot of decks, but I just call them, like, pet cards for, like, specific decks. Uh, So, Riku deck, how it's um, copying all my spells. I get two for one every single time. So, there's a uh, extra turn spell called Stitch in Time. That basically it's three mana, so one uh blue red uh sorcery, and then um flip a coin, and if you uh if you win the flip, you get an extra turn so in <laughs> in Riku it's not the most reliable um but you know it's fun you you might get some extra turns you might get nothing for five mana because Riku whatever copies it um yeah, that's one Shivan harvest is another and um Oh, they don't know what Yasova is, because I talked about um, I talked about Riku last time. Yeah. Um, what about. Whatever.
0: Go ahead. What, what's a What's the uh, god awful thing to play against Yasova?
1: What's Yasova? So okay, so Yasova is um, so it's a new not new. It's a deck I I made uh, a little while ago. It's Yasova, Dragon Claw, so two in a green, uh, legendary creature, human warrior, trample. At the beginning of combat on your turn, you may pay one hybrid is it uh hybrid is it, so it's one uh it's three mana in total. And then if you do, gain control of target creature where an opponent controls with power less than yes uh Yesova's power until end of turn. Untap that creature and it gains haste until end of turn. He's a four, she is a four two. Um so basically, the goal of the deck is to just steal everyone's creatures. <laughs> Yee, yeah. I steal everyone's creatures, and then what do I do with those creatures? I swing, and then I I sack them for free, and then I get value from sacking. And it's a fun deck. I draw cards, and I steal people's stuff, and he d- he doesn't like it.
0: I I think I would like playing it, <laughs> but. It's kind of just—it's not a feel bad deck, cause it's not that uber strong. It's just annoying. B- very annoying.
1: So my pet card—I actually—I don't know, whatever. My pet card in that in that deck is Shivan Harvest. So it's one in a red enchantment, uh, and then its ability is one in a red sacrifice a creature, destroy target non-basic land. So it's just you know a little lo- a little bit of a little bit of land hate. You know, just for funsies. You don't like people. It's, listen, um, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I, you know, I need sack outlets and this one just kills the land. It's a, it's a very high cost, two mana in sacrificing a creature, but, you know, it's fun. I, w-
0: I would think, like, you would want, um, all right, like, you know what you should do? You should bite the bullet. And spend the 60 to $70 and buy Food Chain for mm. Yasova, which would by far be one of the best cards in the deck. Sack Outlet. Um, uh, let's just go ahead and read it
1: off. So, uh, like I said, I need uh, Sack Outlets. So, uh, free ones are the best. And there's a couple that kind of give you mana back when you sacrifice your creature. This isn't like a normal sacrifice outlet, but it works for what I need. So food chain. Uh it's two and a green enchantment. Uh so exile target creature a creature you control. And then it's add X mana of any one color, where X is pl- one plus the exile creature's uh converted mana cost. Spend this mana only to cast creature spells. So basically I I exile the creature. Not only it doesn't go back to their graveyard, it's gone forever. And I get a lot I get a lot of mana back for um just by sacrificing other creatures
0: sure you can only cast it with creature spells, but you do have a lot of cre- a surprising amount of creatures in you sova yeah that all, a lot of them just like either are sac outlets or they um can like draw you cards or like with imperial recruiter it'll tutor. Um, you can do a lot of different things with that mana. It's just m- ways to speed up even more than you do. And other good effects that are like that is like Ashena's altar and Phyrexian altar. You can spend those mana on ever- anything. But Food Chain... I'd say Food Chain is probably more explosive mana-wise. But it's restricted with just creature cards. Yeah. But it's still really good. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: You go. Do you have any? Yeah,
0: it's my turn for pet cards. Um, I would think my my f- personal pet card that I if I'm in if I'm in blue, I'm essentially running this card. Um, it's Gataxian Probe. It is a single blue mana, but it's a uh, it's Phyrexian Phyrexian blue. Man- Phyrexian blue, which means I can pay two life instead of paying one blue to cast the spell. It says, it just just simply says, look at target player's hand. Draw a card. That is the spell. That is all it does. What it is, is free information. You get to look at a player's hand, and then get to replace the card that you cast. Which means it's just free information. You get, it's really good and in my opinion should be running every single damn blue deck yeah. it's too good too good like yes is food chain technically better in Yasova than like if J- Gitaxian Pro was in it yeah but food chain can't be run in like a landfall deck cause you'd be exiling your own creatures and you don't want that <laughs> While a Taxi and Probe can be running anything. It's amazing. Run it.
1: That's more of a pet card than my pet cards. Yeah, like, I mean, you, it is good.
0: you you like specific cards for, like, specific decks. I like cards that are, like, I would put in, like, every
1: deck. <laughs> um, another one... like, Mana Crypt. That's my pet card. That's not a pet card. <laughs> sure it is. That's not a pet card. That's an auto-include. I know.
0: Um... Uh, um, what's another pet card of mine? I'd, I'd probably say... I know one of yours is uh, Crashing Drawbridge. <gasps>
1: I forgot. <laughs> no, I keep forgetting about that. Um, crashing Drawbridge, it's too generic um, for a artifact creature wall. Maybe it's not actually a wall, I don't know. Um, it is a wall. Okay. It's a 0-4 with Defender, so that means it can't attack. It can only block. And then um, tap it, and creatures you control, gain haste until end of turn. So your whole board gets haste.
0: And it's colorless. And it's colorless. It goes in every
1: deck. Every deck that wants to swing. Yay. Very,
0: very good. And so many people sleep on this card. They'll be, like, in, like, blue or something. They'll be like, I want to do, like, a blue token combat deck, but I don't have any ways to give it haste. And it's like... Da, da da here's Crashing drawbridge. <laughs> you did it! Congratulations, you've played the video game. Wow. Um Yeah, that's I really only have like one pet card, and that's I think that's just Gitaxian probe. Cause well, other than like staples, of course.
1: Um That's what I was thinking. Uh oh yeah. I had another one. That uh <clears throat> I actually haven't been able to run this in a deck I own but it's actually it's pretty f- fun. I run it in a um, high powered another deck that I have that I made online. It's disciple of deceit. It's uh blue red, nope. <laughs> blue black. Nice one. <laughs> Creature rogue. <laughs> oh, it's a rogue. It's a rogue. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, it's a 1-3 with Inspired. So, Inspired is whenever this creature becomes untapped, you may discard a non-land card. If you do, search your library for a card with the same CMC as that card. Reveal it, put it in your hand, and then shuffle your library. So, this is like... so. Okay, may, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it, you do have to untap it, so you have to play it, and then swing, and then untap, and you get the you get the results. But, it is pretty much just like repeated tutors <laughs> you're just fixing your hand um at the beginning of every upkeep and uh that's really cool i haven't been able to put in any of my decks yet but that's pretty I- neat
0: i should put it in my rogue tribal deck because yeah. it's just more tutors wow i'm also glad that you changed your opinions on tutors matthew
1: yeah, a little while ago I was saying that all tutors are from the devil, but I realized that tutors are mainly healthy. Maybe they're just not healthy in Obeka. Maybe I can say that. Maybe they just shouldn't exist.
0: Shut the see. hell up, they're amazing. <laughs> they are so good in every deck. They're yeah, only... but
1: when you have specific pieces, you have to you have to find those specific you pieces. You have specific pieces. I don't. Man. I don't have to tutor for You it. have I preferred have more than one. pieces
0: that you would rather over others. Technically, I have Cauldron Dance. My deck dance. still functions without... I have Cauldron... My deck still functions.
1: Does it? I can do... Without like... Underworld Breach or Sneak Attack. Does it really? Does it? Uh, it doesn't.
0: Cauldron Dance?
1: Cauldron Dance. Another one.
0: Well, that's because it's a specific type Nelson, of deck. Listen, just
1: keep running your tutors. It's fine. Nobody cares.
0: You just don't <laughs> like black tutors because you don't get to see the card. Oh, no. All right. You're sad.
1: Admit it. Whatever. <laughs> I won earlier, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I won earlier with Obeka. Stop crying.
1: I think we're even. We did, like, 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, it
0: was, like... We did a lot of
1: games. Okay.
0: Like, we Are meant you? to get to recording this earlier, but we just kept playing Magic, and we were just, like... Like, I kept saying, all right, it's time to record the podcast, and then immediately, like, three <laughs> seconds later, I'm like, actually, I don't want one more game.
1: You did that, like, three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... I guess... And now I got a free five dollars, <laughs> woohoo! No, I'm talking about this. whatever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just, do you, you care for any of these? I mean, I don't, I don't we, we can talk about this one if you want. I kind of, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. We're gonna do. You it, go we're, first. We're gonna talk about it a little bit.
0: Um, so we have been talking about certain decks we own. Like I own Obeka, he owns Yasova. There, there's other decks. I think... Ricky. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: there's... The Obeka deck that I have, I put a lot of love into it. While I may only be 16, that doesn't mean I can put a lot of love. That doesn't and, mean
1: he can't make love to his decks just because no, he's 16.
0: No. I mean, make, I guess if make love means spend a lot of That's money on... That's not what on. it means.
1: <laughs> but I'm what if sorry. it did? Keep going. Uh, <laughs> but what if it did? Um...
0: But, so, I've spent a lot of money on it, and it's probably my personal favorite deck that I own right now. Um, Just because it's Grixis, it does weird things, it's funny, people don't, aren't, like, super afraid of it. Um, I can, like, play it without getting hard-targeted, and it's fun. Uh, I have three other decks. One I need to fix, because I don't have enough, like, win cons in it. Um, that's Calamax's Stormsire. It's my only infinite that I have left. I used to have, like, four infinite combo decks.
1: You realize that they're lame. I'm kidding. They're... Do You, you realize that they're, like, they're they're ve- they're fun in, like, the right environment. That's why you couldn't play Marin anymore and you were sad.
0: Yeah. Marin was my first deck that I had. It went through a lot of different phases. The first phase and the phase that I want to go back to and build a new version... You'll do it eventually. ...is, uh... I said it earlier in this episode. (laughs) Get us to X. Um, Marin is a creature that just simply, like, gives you massive value. It gets creatures out of your graveyard for free at the beginning of each end step. Um, And I can just repeatedly make sure no one has creatures ever again. Um, And it was really fun when I did it, because I just kind of went, like, either a token route or a drain route. And it was a very... Whenever I played the original version of that, it just took a long time for de- game stand, because I couldn't win fast, and opponents couldn't win. At all. Because I had, like, instant Poor speed reason. removal <laughs> for anything. Um, and then, yeah, um, you built one other Boros deck before, didn't you, Matthew?
1: Oh, I guess, we are on the top of, of Marin, I guess this fits. So I, um, yeah, poor. So, like, um, yeah, there's this commander. When did he come out? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, actually, it's she. Uh, so it's Boros. It is a, um, War of the Spark. War of the Spark?
0: I'm pretty sure Feather came out in War of the Spark.
1: It's probably true. I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> she is, um, white, white, red for a, um, legendary creature, Angel. And, um,. She's 3-4 with fly, flying, fly, <laughs> with fly, with, fly, with fly. fly, Um, and then her ability is, um, it's like whenever you target a creature you control with a, uh, instead of sorcery, you exile it and then it returns to your hand instead of just going to your graveyard. So basically every turn you, um, basically there's a bunch of these like small, um, small uh, instances of sorceries that just buff up your creatures for, like, super cheap. But they're usually not good, and they're not run, because they're one-offs, you know? You you buff your creatures for a considerable amount, um, for a, a little bit of mana, but it's not that good, because you can't keep doing it. But with Feather, you would basically just, like... Shoot him up every single turn. Her... So, <laughs> <laughs> done like four times. You suit her up every single turn with these big spells, and then you could just keep doing it, and you, like, basically turn it into a one-shotting machine. And so, I used to have a version. Um, it was a long time. It wasn't that long ago. but um, Six months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a long time ago. <laughs>
0: 2020 was just that long. <laughs> That's true.
1: Um... But it was alright. It wasn't that bad, but I wasn't impressed by the deck, and I didn't like playing it. For a little while it was fun, but I realized that Feather, um, because the way to stop the deck, is simply kill Feather over and over and over and over and over again. And then they're never a problem, because their deck just couldn't function. So um, And that's where the funny bit, all bye-bye Feather, all bye came bye Feather. from. Because...
0: Every single time he was like, "I want to play another deck that's not Riku because Riku was too strong for our casual deck, and Feather was
1: <laughs> too strong for our casual deck. It was just too fast. It was too frightening.
0: It was too fast because someone was usually dying turn five. You weren't winning on turn five. No. <laughs> you were killing someone on turn I was five. Just,
1: I was just scariest. Usually fuck on turn me. Five.
0: <laughs> so what I did is every damn game you brought out Feather, I mulliganed until I got a one removal spell."
1: And the bit was all bye bye feather as soon as she got killed every single time. Because you
0: cast feather and then it got removed and yep. you didn't get to untap with it.
1: Yeah, sad. But I actually have already rebuilt this. I don't know if I'm ever gonna buy it. Um it's not even it's not really that good. It, it's still not that good. But it is it is a it is a lot better, I think. Um it basically just has more protection for feather, it has more uh mana uh to use. Just more more tech more of what it needed
0: new cards new cards you can add uh, the new red counterspell into that
1: i will more counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> and the colorless counterspell. yeah
0: um i think is that all we got
1: i don't know it's, it's all Anything i got. Else?
0: i don't care no okay that's you that's actually me.
1: all right you want to talk about malcolm you want to talk about malcolm the you don't part? want to talk... nah all right he doesn't want to talk about malcolm
0: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks for listening to the uh the looting, lads. the looting lads uh it has been fun been a while since recorded it's hope you all enjoyed it uh we don't
1: have an outro still uh, i realized uh, that last time it, it, it's it, it's uh by idiots oh, by idiots true.